take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. All right, this week we are talking about The Addams Family from 1991. Aha! Showtime! It's a miserable night. I know, darling. Children, put down that antenna. Uncle Fester, may I have the salt? What do we say? Now. Unhappy, darling. Oh, yes. Yes, completely. There's lots to learn. Look, children. Scabs. Children, what are you doing? I'm going to electrocute him. I said no. Please. Oh, all right. Don't torture yourself, Gomez. That's my job. buy a box of my delicious Girl Scout cookies. Are they made from real Girl Scouts? And this was a... <laughs> Great theme song. Start off by saying that. Iconic. Yeah. It's so iconic and it's so catchy and it's so memorable. Um, now, Jesse picked this one. Have you guys seen this before? Joe, I feel like you have. Jesse, you've seen this too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love the Adams family. Okay. I was just curious because I know some there's some movies where I'm like, oh, you probably have seen this. And I'm not I haven't seen it in a very long time though. And like okay. I only really remembered like chunks of it. Mm-hmm. This so, is one we watch every fun. October. Um, it's just, we usually watch both of them, the first one, the second one, but this is definitely a, a in the rotation of Halloween movies. This us. is coming out October 1st, so we're kicking off spooky season with it. Yes, we can't forget that. October 1st. Orange cat. It's not really black. Cat. Not a black. Yeah. Really <laughs> but it's like orange pumpkin. Make it a make it a thing. But it is funny because so this movie came out in 91 and we were pretty young at that point. And non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Not alive. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember seeing these like these movies. And obviously as a kid, you don't look for what was made before or prior. So obviously this is based on a TV show which I wasn't super familiar with because I was more of a Munsters person. I know that's a whole like Munsters, Adams Family kind of thing. I've always watched the Munsters, but I did watch a couple of Adams Family, but I wasn't super familiar with it. Um, So that's something I definitely want to revisit, specifically because Sean Astin's dad plays Gomez in the TV show. Oh, very interesting. So he's like the OG Gomez. But I think this is also based on a comic or was the comic or some kind of book? Based on a New Yorker cartoon, a series of okay. New Yorker cartoons, okay, in like the early 1900s, which is also why 
when I found that out, I was like, oh, maybe that has to do with how I love it, too, because I love New Yorker cartoons. I grew up in a family who always had them cut out. You know, we'd go through all the New Yorker cartoons. Uh, my grandma would bring us New Yorker cartoons. Now, did your grandma, because my grandpa did this, did he or she or he wrap Christmas gifts in like comics, in like the newspaper comics? Well, no, she'd bring them out, but my mom is notorious for that. Is that she, a like, Well, thing? she wraps a present and then she cuts the cartoon out and like glues it on. Okay. And, like okay. stickers and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, for us, it was just the newspaper, but there were comics like intertwined. Mm-hmm. That was always a classic. Oh, super classic. Oh, right. side note, random too. Life goal of mine is to have a New Yorker cartoon. Uh, published Make it in happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. When I told my mom that, she said, "Oh, do you do do you make cartoons?" And I said, "No." So, <laughs> Jesse, the Adam Sandler family. We're getting there. The Adam Sandler family. <laughs> I um, would read that. But it was. It, it did start as a New Yorker cartoon. There was no names. It was just like a play on like this really weird aristocratic family like satire, and then it when it when the TV show in the sixties. I think started. I think you're right. That is like when they actually got like names, I believe. And like the characters, you know, gotcha. really developed it, their own characters. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel like this is a very good, like, because I'm not the biggest fan of like combining horror and comedy, but I know, I know, and this isn't really a horror, but it, it definitely does a really good job of having both elements in it because it's just, I don't know. It's very, uh, up my alley in like the humor aspect of it i feel like which is like i i don't know i thought it was really good now you I don't, how would you characterize this kind of humor because like I, I like i was trying to like dark humor is not right because it's not dark it's but it's like how do you like how do you say what this kind of humor is like I'm really trying, I, I was really struggling to like characterize it in, with like words that's a very good question i, I don't know it's um, you it's not dark but it's on that same path. It's, it's it's goofy but it's like it's like trying to be like uh <laughs> like i don't know it, it, it's it's almost like dad jokes but like for yeah. <laughs> for uh you know like for, but like the opposite of of like good it's like like bad but not like bad as in they're a bad joke it's just like they're about something that's b- bad that they want to happen Right. I, like, I don't know how to say that. Well, that, yeah, it's like pushing the line, but for kids. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me really think of, I'll talk about this separate documentary after the fact, but it made me think a lot about Nickelodeon um, and the style of it. Like you're saying the comedy too, and how Nickelodeon, like I was very much a Nickelodeon kid growing up, not a Disney kid that has kind of come up before. Mm-hmm. And like, but Nickelodeon was this anti-Disney, like, especially when you look back now, the comedy and stuff was like, they were very pushing the edge of like, what even should be on TV for kids and stuff. And this idea of just this like play on it and that whole vibe, like I got that feel from Adam's family too. Like mm-hmm. if you're a kid, a lot of it's funny and stuff too, because it's like very like, they shouldn't be doing a lot of this stuff. Right. Or just like the whole style. But I still, one of my favorite things is when uh, Wednesday is going to electrocute him. Or so, <laughs> you know, and they're like, they say something basically like, you know, stop, you know, like, or we got to go or something. She's like, oh, but I was going to electrocute him. 
She's like, okay, once, you know, and then. But if he's not Uncle Fester, then who is he? Somebody else. It has to warm up. Why? So it can kill you. I knew that. Children, what are you doing? I'm going to electrocute him. But we're late for the charity auction. But, Mother... I said no. Please? Oh, all right. The kids were really funny. They're so funny. Like, I, going along with that, Jesse, it's, I feel like I wrote this down. Like, I feel like this movie's so good because in that way, it does relate to kids and adults. Like, but because, like, when I, you know, growing up watching this, half of the things they said, I didn't, like, I didn't get, you know, you don't get that. Like, for example, I wrote this one. He said, um, like, 2, 10, 11 is the vault code, eyes, fingers, toes. Like that would never have made sense to me. Like two eyes, 10 fingers, 11 toes. You don't think about the 11 toes as being abnormal, but it is for the Adams family. And it's like, just like a little, little thing here and there. And that that's like throughout the whole movie. And I was like, Oh, this is funny. Like I, no kid would get that. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just funny. Yeah. But the cast though. Perfect. So good. It's, I wouldn't have cast anyone else for the, for these roles for sure. There was, um, Yeah great cast and then i was like looking at the cast afterwards too because i was like these are a lot of people that like mm-hmm. you know were in other stuff and uh as soon as i saw uncle fester was christopher lloyd who's like doc brown yeah in back to the future and like stuff like that i'm like just couldn't unsee it you He's know iconic. i was like kind of looking it up while i was watching and then it was one of those where you're like oh yeah that's all i see now that's all you see yeah yeah it's uh yeah, it's pretty good. It, it, we were trying to figure out what nationality they were because Gomez is like he has they they do like that Russian dance, but they also do like some Hispanic things. And then there's also these I don't know. We were just trying to figure out what and some of their friends were just random nationalities. We're like, what is going on here? <laughs> oh. It's, it's kind of great though. I love how ambiguous it is. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is probably supposed to be somewhat ambiguous. Yeah, and especially because I mean, it started as like a satire based on like right. This like aunt, you know, this generic aristocratic family, which is funny because, um, it's so funny. Like something that really never clicked with me before is how normal people like, like this family was normal to other people, even though they were weird. Like they had like with the hand and all this random stuff, like the gate that attacks people. That's just normal to people like walking up, like they expect it for like, they know the atoms and they're like, oh, they have weird things going on. And I never thought I never clicked with me where I was like, wait, this is very supernatural. Like a normal person just wouldn't walk to their house and be like, oh, the gate tried to close me in. Okay, I'll just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was like, the grandma probably bewitched everything, right? I assume. I don't know. Just because she's the witch. I don't know. But, yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I I do I do want to go back and watch the TV show. I wonder if that would give yeah. any additional context to like that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like for this, I just kind of like accepted all that and just enjoyed it, you know. And I think that's what's great about it. It's like like it's just part of the normal for them. Like it's just part of their life, and you just just deal with it. And everyone else deals with it too, which is great. <laughs> you okay? I'll, to get into my favorite scene mm-hmm. that I forgot. I like did not remember at all that I love is the play 
Yeah. <laughs> when the kids are playing and he like gets cut and there's blood spewing. And then she like cuts her gets her like, foot cut off and it's just spraying and then she cuts his arm off and it's just going on like a normal kid's play. And it's like kind of like that like Monty Python-esque scene mm-hmm. I always think about where he's getting cut off, but it's I for whatever reason that scene killed me. It is very similar to Monty Python. I guess that's the humor, a similar to humor. Like that. uh-huh. That's a good uh, comparison. It's because it's it's funny, but it's also kind of brutal. <laughs> it's like it's just a flesh but in wound. a funny way. Yeah, in a funny yeah. way. Exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so. Fun. That's a great scene. I always forget about that. I think one of my favorites is the seance scene, because like when Lurch is playing the piano, the organ, like you know, to, to the tone of the room when it's getting louder. He's just like this. Just yeah, I, love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Fester Adams, I demand that you knock again. I always thought it would be funny if like you had like someone doing like that or like somebody like from like a hundred feet behind you, just like narrating <laughs> your life. Like, like, like if like Morgan Freeman was just following you and being like, yes. And now he's walking down the road and right. you know, like, like I just always thought that would be funny, but like, I feel like this is that he was just mm-hmm. playing to the conversation and like adjusting the tone of the music to whatever was being said. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Cause like, that's like his job. Like they expect <laughs> him to do that. <laughs> I did yeah. get I got Matilda vibes a lot. Yeah. You. Same around, right? Because Matilda was 2000s or late 90s or something. Yeah, I think it was 90s still. Okay. 94. Maybe, yeah, like maybe earlier. Yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. similar vibes for sure. Oh, we also, same with Matilda, relating to that. We realized that these films in like this early 90s and mid 90s, late 90s, they love that like riding shot where it's riding towards the person. Like the camera's going fast and it's like on an arrow or something. And it's like, Matilda does that with the carrot, you know, the carrot in his mouth. Like that shot is very, very overdone in this time. And I feel they used it like three or four times this movie, which I love. It's funny, but it's very, it's like a staple to that time period. I feel like in these types of movies. It's always great to notice the like trends. Yeah. I also love the, the, like the little skits kind of throughout that are so random. Like, for example, when Pugsley removes the stop sign and he like brings it downstairs and they're all just like quiet and they just crash. And it's like, that's so random, but it's so good. Bravo! 
That's a, like, like when I was like trying to piece together what I remembered about this one, I was like, <laughs> one of the things I kind of forgot was just like how random it was like that. Like, I feel like I was trying to like derive, cause I always like, like to think about this as like a, like movies about as stories and like, like I really felt this was a lot more of just like a character study and like a random collection of things. Like, like, yeah, there was the whole story with Fester and everything, but like, I feel like a lot of it was more just like watching the Adams family, like exist and do their weird things. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Which I, I like love. That was, that was almost more entertaining than the story part. I would say. I agree. And that's another reason why I want to watch the show. Cause I feel like the show is just a bunch of episodes with those and i with those types of skits and i feel like since they're only what they're probably like a 20 minute episode because they're from you know 60s so that's like yeah to get at what we were talking about like right before we started when i was like you don't even like i don't even know what the story was or like you know the whole story was you kind of it's just one of those movies you put on i think that's not yeah i think you're right the story's not even that big of a part of it to be honest it's literally just like the family like you were saying joe and it's like i don't know i I love that i think that's awesome because it's so different yeah, and I I know it's not Tim Burton, but I know the whole time I kept going Tim Burton, Tim Burton. I don't know why, but I mean I, I think I get that the new one. There's I get that one. with a lot of Halloween movies because like I feel like Tim Burton is like a plurality of mm-hmm. Halloween movies, like That's spooky, um, like yeah, you know Beetlejuice, uh, Nightmare, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. or yep. like all, all of those different ones. Definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I loved it. The house was awesome. The set design. Oh, this was nominated for an Oscar for costume design. Oh, didn't cool. win unfortunately. But I thought that was pretty cool. Makes sense why it was nominated though. I like I get that. Yeah, it did really. I mean, the, the house was really well designed, and that was built for the. We'll get to this later for locations, but it was built for the movie, so that was kind of cool. That is cool. Oh, super cool. Yeah. But other yeah. random thing I was going to say along like years too. Nothing but when they were driving through the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's so distinct that any I think it's like any 90s movie in a city, but it was like that like TMNT. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that general vibe you get from like 90s city, you know, but there's so many movies or like Mystery Men or like just so many ones we've watched where I'm like, oh yeah. It's a just, specific vibe. Just, I totally get it. As soon as you see it, you're like 90s city. Thank we should you. do like a top 10 favorite 90s city moment in movies. <laughs> we really got to get on our lists game. And just Honestly, start, start compiling should, lists. We should do that. But I, I, something I love about the when they're in the city, when they're in like the motel, I think it's great. I love seeing them out of their element because like they're still in a real society, like a realistic society. But it's just this weird ass family with like all these weird abilities and random things that no one can explain and they don't want to explain. And everyone just kind of rolls with it. And it's like, OK, cool. Like this kid selling lemonade, they were so funny. <laughs> it's just so good. It's it, it. I don't know. It's not Wes Anderson, but it kind of gave me a little vibes of Wes. Like if he kind of went more of like a horrific theme, I guess I could see him doing like an Adams Family style. I, like, I I know what you mean. I think like a lot of that humor. How a lot of the like shots are framed and like yeah. Um. Uh, like sometimes it feels less like story flowy and more just like this yes. is the focus. Like, like, like I don't know. It, just, it feels a little more artistic in how it's all pieced together. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. So, yep, for sure. But I, I thought the uh, something that was weird that I was that's always weird to me is when they're going down the slide. That music that plays. 
Playmate, come on and play with me. Hey. And bring your dollies three. Climb up my apple tree. Look down my rainbow. Slide down my shell and all. And we'll be jolly friends forever. What is that music? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, this is the kind of safe I would want, though. Like, <laughs> you know, like pull back the book, go Honestly, down the slide, yeah. pull the, the right chain. <laughs> yeah, that would be any open the brandy, the brandy. Yeah, <laughs> the basement is so big. I would love a little yeah. like place to row a little boat. That would be so fun in like a little spooky area. That's awesome. The Adams family house is just like an iceberg. Like 10% of it is above ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just they have the whole graveyard too. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of great. I would love to see like other characters, like their ancestors. I would love to see characters before them. Just to, like, I love this world. I love the care. Like I love the families. I just would love to see more of that. That'd be cool to go back. Like when they were, they went to the school, you know, and they were like, they tripped. Oh, it was like the presidents as people they admired and stuff. And then it was like, mm. in Wednesday chose their like, you know, some great aunt or something. And it was just this black drawing <laughs> with everything coming out. And she's like, oh yeah, she did this. And then it was like burned and. Mm. Oh, also going along with weird scenes that didn't really make sense, but were awesome. The, uh, the train set scene yeah and now did they was there since there was a guy on the train is there like a little world inside of that or was that just like a random weird thing <laughs> I, I noticed that too and i was like I, I i was like why why show that right and and it like made me think but then i'm like oh i'm way overthinking this <laughs> like, yeah for sure <laughs> like i think they were just like like it's just one of those quirky things that because because like it was just like a half a second they showed it and then that was it <laughs> and the guy wasn't phased at all he was just like okay yeah exactly <laughs> i love that i thought that was i love those types of moments which i think this movie is perfect for but do we have locations for this um i mean i think the lot was in california somewhere near universal oh, and it was just all studio yeah i mean i think the motel's real I, I don't, we don't have that, but the, I'll have to do some deep dive into the locations. Um, Cause I, one of our followers, I don't know if he listens or not, um, but he sent me some photos of when the film was being shot and him and his sister went to go see the, like the building of the house and the set. So that was pretty cool. That's really cool. I know. I would love to see this house. Like that would be so cool. They need to have more like haunted Dude, houses. Adam's house? I think they tore it down. They just built it and then tore it That's down. That's what they do, man, for movies, man. They do that. Oh, it's crazy. Unless it's on like a set set, like a universal lot. I feel like they do that. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, so Rob Zombie's doing the new Monsters movie and they're in Budapest right now building the whole, he's literally building the whole town, like the whole street. He's building houses for each. It's insane. And they're probably just going to rip it down after they build houses. It's insane. So crazy. Actually, that's interesting. Cause like, I mean, like most areas I feel like have housing shortages now just like build for the movie and then leave it and then you could have this yeah. whole town from a movie that's that what I'm cool. saying that'd be so that cool that would be so cool yeah that's so cool I'm all about that but what house would you live in though that's Ooh, the question that's a great question would you live in the Adams family house <laughs> that is another great question because 
as much as I want to say yes, I am a germaphobe, and there's a lot of spider webs everywhere. Yeah, that's true. So I do I, like a week there. I would stay the night for sure. Maybe Adam's family, like, you know, like short-term rental or something. Yeah, an experience. (laughs) It's really short-term rental. I would sleep (laughs) on the couch in the living room. We'll see. Yeah. I would sleep in the, um, the, like, uh, serving dish or whatever that that kid's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Did you guys, now, did you guys have a favorite character? Or, like, did you kind of like everybody? I love the kids. Yeah, I was gonna say that as well. But specifically, uh, what's what's her name? The the daughter. Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. She was probably my favorite. Yeah. She's so funny, and she's so like Yeah, they're both so good. But they're, the dynamic between the well, I, I liked the uh, dynamic between Morticia and Gomez as well. Actually, <laughs> I did really like Gomez. Go, go, I I thought he was particularly funny. Joe, I could see you being little Gomezy. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right, <laughs> and I love it. You guys should be them for Halloween. <laughs> that would actually uh, be this really is probably fun. like the most iconic mm-hmm. Halloween. We always talk about good Halloween costumes, but like you know, like specifically like Wednesday Adams, it's mm-hmm. iconic. Halloween. Yeah, you don't really see the family. You see Wednesday. You, you see, see a lot of Wednesday. Wednesday. A lot. And I want. I kind of like. I know it's used a lot, but I would love to do it at some point. Like the whole family kind of costume. Then when a, I have kids, a good group, group one, you know. Maybe. Because he's such a good one with kids too, though. Like if you dressed your two kids up as, you know, the kids, and like then you were Gomez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that'd be so good. Um, <laughs> I love something I love about Morticia. I think she's probably one of my favorites, just because I don't know she's great, but she makes everything seem sexy, which is <laughs> hilarious. Like I don't know how she does it, but it's really impressive. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. Not about it. <laughs> but the, yeah, I, I don't have a favorite character, but I think they're all just funny. I think like going along with like the second one, or if you guys have seen the second one or not. Not in forever. Um, okay. I I don't know. Maybe Jojo were just talking about this. I think we like that one maybe a little better just because Fester mm-hmm. is himself in that one. Like this one, you don't really get the full Fester which I think is my kind of like, I love like this movie is so good, but I feel like I just wish we had more Fester, like actual Fester. I don't really like that. He's kind of like the quote unquote villain just because I don't know. I, I agree with Joe. What you're saying about the story, like the story, or I guess Jesse also said it. The story is not like as important. It's like, I just want to see the characters do their thing. I don't really want to see a story. Yeah. I just want to see them like exist. For, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I don't really, like the, the things they do are interesting enough on their own. They don't really need a story. <laughs> no they really don't because i didn't even mean to do this with this pick i just had to you know kick off spooky season mm-hmm. but how before i was always like i just like movies that just like they exist and it's a world like wes anderson or like best in show it's just like character driven and it's just there this yeah. is kind of yeah like you were saying aligns with that almost maybe it's your thing i think it is deep subconscious too because i'm not even <laughs> <laughs> you're not even thinking about it i'm not even trying at this point i mean yeah i'm not opposed do we want to do ratings anything sure. else i'm trying to think no i think we're i mean no we can do ratings uh jesse kick us off this might be well no we, we've given tens before so this is probably one of my highest rated ones actually wow that's uh, no, i'm actually kind of surprised by that happy but surprised 
but I mean, I gave Inside a 10. I don't know what I gave Best in Show. It was up there. Um, you gave it, I think, like an 8 or 9. Yeah, pro- I, probably a 9. I, I give a lot of things an 8, I feel like. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going... I would... I'm not giving it an 11. I'd love to be able to give it an 11 toes. Um, <laughs> it does not cross over that level for me. <laughs> like with two tusks, that feels like it could be right, but... Okay. Um, I'm going like I'll go nine two five because I was wow. going between nine and nine and a half. You guys in your your mini uh, mini uh, decimals. Decimals. Yeah. <laughs> well, Love I was it. I don't know. I really was going to nine point five, and then I was second guessing it. But two five for now. Um, right. It's up there. It's in the nines for sure. Uh, I just love. I love this. I mean, I think it's come up as we've talked about it just like the character driven world it's all just funny it's not right it's just like a fun world i love story like i just love the idea of like the outsider family that's weird and different but it does still perfectly exist within society as well you know it's not like it's some weird strange family who like hides from the public right, kind of deal it's like right. i love the story where it's like they're weird and different but they're just still part of uh the society um the kids are i just think it's so funny like the kids are so good mm-hmm. um like and again like the school play like it was just i remember i've always liked the adams family just like i always knew the idea of it mm-hmm. even was like oh yeah i love that you know and like all the movies and stuff so going into it, but then rewatching it really for like the first time, I was like, oh, this is like even better than I thought. I just thought it'd be good, but I was like actually laughing. Uh, so great movie. I think it holds up for sure. Yes. Um, and will remain one of my top October movies. Maybe this hey. will be a once a year thing. I think Ooh, it will be now. Yeah. I think this will be a once a year thing. Add it to the rotation. I don't think I have any once a year movies, and I think this is the first one. So. Really? You don't have any once a year movies? I mean, relations. Yeah, I don't think there's no, I mean, there's maybe movies I end up watching, but there's, I don't have any like on Thanksgiving, we always put this one on or like any, none of that. But I think this might be, uh, like I said before, I'm getting more into Halloween every year though, or just like the season. So love it. Maybe it maybe it'll kick it off with this. Way, this is a good way to kick off your annual movies and the Halloween season period. Yes, loving it, dude. That's great. I'm I will be start. Maybe it's like an October first thing every year. I don't know. It's the first weekend in October, maybe thing. It's kind of like gears you up for the fall season, Halloween season. It it's is that is good because it's not like a specifically Halloween movie, but it's definitely got that vibe. Hmm. That's why I, I that's why I like like spooky season rather than like yeah yeah spooky I still season. don't I'm still like I'm not like huge on Halloween. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. The more general Halloween's a part of it, but it's it's so much bigger than that. It is. You're totally right. <laughs> I mean, Mr. the whole month is a holiday over here. So yeah, maybe maybe September and October is months, but uh, months I mean spooky is slowly my... becomes the whole year. Spooky is one of my favorite words, so it's such a great word. Spooky, spooky. It is. Uh, so you you said what? 9.5 or 9.25? 9.25 toes. Toes. Okay. Sweet. Joe, 
Yeah, I, I really liked this one too. I'm just kind of struggling how to rate it though, because I feel like the things I typically like in movies is all story driven. And like I said, like, I don't think this was like a particularly strong story, but it was still so interesting that it's like, it's not like I didn't enjoy it. Like I, I really liked it. So like, I, I feel like just like, I, I feel like I can't put it up next to like some of the, like, like the hot fuzz that have like a really funny, really good story. Yeah. Spider-Man three. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, but I did really like it. So like, I'm, I'm a little torn, but I, I think I got to go like, like I, I hate rating eights, but I, I think I got to give it an eight um, because I, I really liked it, but I, I can't put it in the like top tier of movies. I like, uh, but like, I, I agree. I think this would be like an annual, annual watch and, you know, holds up over time. Like, uh, so I, I think I'm going to go with, <laughs> uh, probably eight like golf balls through the window. Cause <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know why I just always think that's really funny. And I like, you can just do that. You'd be like, damn you, Adam. <laughs> I, I did. It's a great one to start off with. And he's like, don't worry about it. You can keep it. I've got a whole bucket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I got to go with an eight. Sweet. Good stuff. Um, for me, I this is in our annual rotation. So for October movie, well, spooky season movies, according to Jesse. Jesse, you should trademark Ooh. that term. Spooky. I mean, it's already a, a term, but you should trademark it. <laughs> Just come in and trademark things that everyone says. You guys heard it first. Don't say it. I would like you money. That's me. That's me. Um, I love this movie. It's so funny. It's it's a very good uh genre genre bender blender the blending of genres i think it's really good i obviously it's more of a comedy there's like no horror in it but it's still got that horror i don't know how to describe it it's almost like it's almost like people who are like the bad guys it's almost like living in their heads because in their heads they're not bad people they're just funny and like fun to themselves and i think that's what we're we're like living in their heads because if we were like living in the like the banker's perspective like this would be scary but i feel like it's like no we're supposed to laugh because we're in the heads of the adams family which i think is hilarious and there's no other way you could tell the story like i don't know i mean i wish i wish we had some more like little random skits in here and like the story obviously wasn't there but i just think it's so good the cast is perfect um I'm really glad this was in the nineties because if it was like modern, I feel like it wouldn't be the same effect. I agree. I it's agree. Perfect. Yeah. Like it's, yes, it's, it's awesome. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm always going to say more horror, but then again, I don't think this would be a, the same movie if it was scary. I think it can't be scary. The Adam family is supposed to be funny and like goofy. So I, I glad it wasn't horror, even though that's what I want. I'm glad it wasn't because it wouldn't be the same. And yeah, I, I think this is the music's iconic. Um, I just love that there's like a family that can be horror-esque, goth, I guess, goth-esque that is kind of mainstream because I feel like that always kind of gets- The there. Adams family would be that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah. people love them. It's like, I'm trying to think of a, of a way to say this. People who aren't into like that goth stuff or any of the horror Halloween stuff, I feel like, they, they love the Adams family, which I'm like, okay, cool. It's kind of like a good way to kind of combine. It, it bridges those it two. It bridges people and certain interests together. And I think that's cool because there's, and I think the monsters do the same thing. Um, but the Adams family, I think, is way more popular. 
Um, Monsters is like second tier. Adam certainly is. <laughs> but I'm going to, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight and a half um, locks of Cousin It's hair. <laughs> that guy was so random. <laughs> I love Cousin It. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I, but I think you're right. I'm the same way where this isn't like a 10 for me. It's a great, I'm going to watch this every spooky season. I love it, but it's not, it's just not a 10 for me, but great movie. Yeah. I, I just think based on the framework of what I'm looking for out of a movie, this isn't it, but it's not, it's totally not that I didn't enjoy this movie. Right. You know? It's, it's, which I'm is like, high. yeah. Like, which is like, like unique. I don't know. I just think it's, it's unique when you can get a movie to just be like, wow, this was like super random, but I loved it. You know, I feel like usually when you get a Usually when you get a really random movie, it's just like, what did I just watch? You know? Like, right. right. Yeah. Like there's two sides of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. definitely think you're right. You're both right where it holds up today. hundred percent. And I would be really curious to see the show. It makes me want to watch the show because I mean, from what I've read and what people's reactions are like the show, the movie does a really good, you know, does really good justice for the show. Like there's a lot of hints to the show and the comic and everything allegedly. Um, so I'd be really curious to see the show. I'm locking in a nine five. Woo. We're going back to the average. Up. Let's go. I love it. All right. Cool. That's great. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to get into news or because we it's kind of talked about locations already, but yeah, let's do some movie news. Well, there, I mean, this is perfect, actually. Tim Burton's doing an, an Adam Selling Netflix series. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's uh, gonna be awesome. I, I am excited for that. So Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday. It's called Wednesday. It's about basically oh. Wednesday. Uh, Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday. Catherine Zeta-Jones is playing Morticia, which will be good because she's great. This one is interesting. Luis Guzman is playing Gomez, who I really like, but not the typical Gomez that you would expect. And I, I know that the... the, the like the announcement was like some people were really mad about it. Some people were like, oh no, this is how it's supposed to be. I don't know. I'm very curious to see how he plays it because he's a really funny actor, but like he doesn't to me like come off as like a Gomez Adam. So I'd be really curious to see how he handles that. And Luis Guzman is like, you would recognize him if you saw him. I just typed him in and I'm okay. like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. in like Longest Yard, I think. And he's in like those random movies. He's in like everything. It feels mm-hmm. like. He's got a lot of random parts and he's, he's yeah. hilarious. But I also do think like going along with that, since the show is called Wednesday, it's literally about Wednesday. I don't think they're going to be a main part. They'll probably have a pretty side uh, presence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I'd be really curious to see how that's going to go. And then Thora Birch is in it. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds like it'll be good. Yeah, I'm curious. I hopes. We'll see. I mean, always down for more Adams Family. So, and they actually the second animated movie. I think the trailer just came out. I think it's coming out soon. I don't. know. I haven't seen the animated movies. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I almost accidentally watched those. <laughs> I would have loved if you search did. search for Adams Family and that one started playing. Mm-hmm. I uh, I mentioned it a little earlier, but there's this really interesting uh documentary on nickelodeon on hulu about like the early day like the start of it mm-hmm. and just how like it's so interesting looking back to you like you always knew it was kind of weird and different but when you now look at it like grown up and then hear about all the people starting it 
and how they were like starting it as the anti-Disney and stuff, it like makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really interesting. But the thing I wanted to mention, um, well, anyone has any connection to Nickelodeon, it's worth watching. But the thing that came full circle is, remember on the um, Royal Tenenbaums episode, we looked up who did the music and it was this guy named Mark Mothersbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, oh, crazy. And then, you know, it was like, he did like Yo Gabba, Yo Gabba Gabba and the Rugrats. And then like, he also did Rushmore and stuff, but he came up in this because he, well, one, he's from Devo, the old, the Whip It, Whip It Real Good group. Oh, with the, like, no With the red cone way. hat things. Wow. Yeah, so he's like one of the head people of Devo, um, you know, like super interesting, electronic, like interesting. And they... Nickelodeon, like for Rugrats and stuff, they were like, we want this guy to do it. The Devo guy. I love that. And he actually was like, yeah, I'm all for, you know, they didn't think they they could get him. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, let's do it. And so he did a ton of like Nickelodeon. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Stuff. And, you know, and the Wes Anderson movies. But yeah, funny full circle. But yeah, he's from from Devo. Oh, wow. Fun fact. That's really cool about it love it yeah that's awesome i i haven't seen this yet but i do i like have a soft spot for the james bond movies and the last one the last daniel craig one i think i think it's the last one mm-hmm. um just came out um so i do want to see that at some point yes we'd love to go see that as well oh the one that's the COVID's been pushing it back. Yeah, no time to okay. die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm always a sucker for James Bond. I'll go see it for sure. Like, yeah, like that's that's one of the ones that like I feel like I can go just turn my brain off and yeah. like, just enjoy it, you know. For sure. But and it's kind of. I mean, I'm I'm actually excited for new James Bonds, but like Daniel Craig, we've talked about this. Like, is my James Bond because it was like our yeah. growing up. So it's like, it's like a, so I feel like I have man. to watch it, even if I don't want to watch James Bond, just because it's like the end end of an era. Right. I get that. That's how I, yeah, I for sure get that. Um, Did they announce the next James Bond? That who plays? No, I don't think so. There's just always talks. There's it. rumors all the time. Oh, it's like different actors. Should it be a female Bond? Should it, do we be like a kid? Like there's this whole thing. There's a lot of other stuff. Like Idris Elba forever. Yeah. He was, Tom Hiddleston was a big one. Uh, um, who else? Well, Army Hammer was, well, no, he was in rumor for Batman, but then that all stuff came out about Army Hammer. <laughs> He won't work anymore. <laughs> um, did you hear Maybe about that, Adam's Joe? Family, though. That's true. <laughs> Joe, did you hear about Army Hammer? No. Do you know who that is? No. So he, have you, you known the social network, the Winklevoss twins? Yeah. He is the Winklevoss twins. Oh, <laughs> he is, okay. He's the Winklevi. But he, he, he's they both. just, apparently Hollywood has known this for a while, but apparently he's like, like a cannibal and he, <laughs> He has, like, some cannibalistic fetishes. Yeah. yeah. But he, like, messages, fetishes. like, underage. Like, yeah, he's just a weirdo creep. So he probably won't work again. <laughs> Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. The Social Network. Great movie. Social Network is so good. Not good for Jesse Eisenberg. We're going to have to watch that movie on this podcast at some point. Because that'd be a really fun one to talk about. It is a good one. Um, I saw Malignant, the new James Wan movie. It was oh, the new James Bond movie. Yeah, new James Bond. We know movie. we just talked about <laughs> um, it. It's in theaters, but I wasn't able to go see it. So I watched it on my projector here. Uh, it's on HBO now. 
Um, very interesting. I would be actually curious to hear what you guys think about it. It's, it's paranormal, but it's also like, it's got a lot of, it, it very reminds me of like nineties, late nineties, early two thousands kind of James Wan, like saw, but not like, not like brutal, like saw it's like, it's kind of got a bunch of different movies weaved into one. It's very interesting though. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd be really curious to hear what you, at least, I don't know, because maybe Joe, you're more open to it, but it, I would be really curious to hear what you guys think about it. Cause it's, it's weird. It's a very strange story, but I like it. I thought it was fun. It wasn't his best movie, in my opinion, but it was, he did something new and it kind of went back to his roots, which I kind of appreciated. So it was fun. It was a good, good time. It was just classic James Wan. Can I'm game to give it a go. Yeah. And then I, I'm rewatching the insidious trilogy or now there's a fourth one, but uh, watching those. Cause what do you call a series with four? It just Franchise. Was you, man. Right? Franchise. A qu- right? Quattro. A- Quality, a quality. I just anything above three is a franchise to me, but I don't know if that's wrong. Yeah, I, I think we talked about this last time. Yeah, we did kind of get into this, but but then again, what do you call just two movies? A sequel and an original. A, a uh, by a duquel, a du duquel, duquel. I just say a sequel. Yeah, I guess it's true. A die picked. Uh, die picked. <laughs> Part one and two. I don't know. That's tricky. And then, uh, yeah, I've been. I started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I've never seen it before. Oh, classic! If you guys haven't seen it, it is a very '90s, 2000s. It's great. It's got the music. It's got that. It's almost like the Goosebumps, but a little more production value, of course. But it, it's mm-hmm. great. It's fun. I'm gonna. I've never seen it, so I'm excited to watch it through all the way because that's very up my alley. Into it, yeah. Do you have other big? Uh, what's on the docket for? October, dude. There's so many, and the, the, the top, one, the top one. three, okay, ones you make sure to watch every October. Well, picking the next movie for this is going to be very hard. I have like three that I really want to pick, but I only get one, so I'm. This is very tough for me. Actually, um, after test, you lost a pick. I know. I I, <laughs> I kind of want to like. <laughs> I wish I picked a different movie, but um, I, I mean, if I might pick one of these, I might not. But like obviously Halloween and Donnie Darko is one that I watch every October. Cause that's a very good Halloween movie scream. The original um, Halloween. Yeah. I mean all of them, but oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses is that's in my rotation. The conjuring. There's so many, I, I could go all day. Okay. <laughs> all right. But, all right. Um, oh, uh, Casper. Solid flex. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Cause like we were talking about this, like, I don't know for me, it's like, it's really hard for a movie to capture, like they can capture a fall atmosphere, but Halloween is really hard to capture. I feel like really well, like there's a Halloween vibe that people do, but it's like, I don't know. It's hard to get, it's hard to get that nostalgia Halloween vibe. And I think there's a film called Australian film called boys in the trees, which I might pick at some point too. And it's, it's really good, but they capture that atmosphere so, so well. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's a hard thing to do. Boys in the tree. Great movie. But other than that, I think that's everything for me. Just stoked for October, man. We're so close. Four it days started. Away. It started. Great pick you for the first one. Ever since I like have watched a YouTube trailer like of a movie, I get recommended like in my YouTube recommendations. There's always like one new trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like a twenty four Netflix, and I it's just like there is just endless movie trailers now, dude. It's insane. And, like. I feel like, I mean, again, it's just like, it's a different 
world in terms of like not having to go to the theater to see everything. And it's like, I think it's, I guess it's probably good that more things are being made, but it's an overwhelming amount just in everything. It is, dude. It and really like is. anything you try to do now, it's just like, here's a billion choices. And it, well, there, yeah, I agree. It's like there's pros and cons because the pros is that all these filmmakers can release their stuff. You know, people yeah. can make films and be like, oh, you know, I could submit it to Amazon or Hulu or whatever and they'll release it. On the other hand, you're right. There's too many choices. It's like, and then like, I don't know, part of me is like, going back so halloween kills is coming out on peacock at the same time i mentioned this last time but it's like i think that's great because people are going to be able to watch it but then again it's like it's another way of diverting people from going to the theater which i get if you're uncomfortable because it's still covid so i totally get that but like i don't know i just i just hope it doesn't like i hope this doesn't like i mean i hope it continues because i do i do like the option to have it but i hope it's not like a every movie. so it doesn't kill the theaters that's all yes yeah it, i don't think it will but i, I don't think it will either it, it would be interesting to go into it sometime but it's like i heard the term someone was like we're leaving the era or we've already left the era of monoculture and like there's no going back of like how back in the day there'd be like the three tv shows and everyone in society kind of knew and there was like a few books that everyone knew and like the movies that were out everyone kind of knew what movies were in theaters or you'd heard of one or something mm-hmm. and that in just like every field we've kind of left that where now there's just everything's just like a subgroup but you could be so unaware of like something that's huge you know and someone else's 100 percent, and, and it's, I, I, it's overwhelming and yeah. i i don't like it because it's change i <laughs> don't there's pros and cons but, yeah. i mean i i like it because i get to watch more con like if if I'm ever bored and I'm just like on a shutter or something, I'll just throw a random movie on. Cause like, usually those are pretty good. And it's like, just from this random person who's like, Oh, I'm going to make a horror movie and it might be good. It might not be good. And it's like, all right, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm for it. I would never fight to change it. It's kind of more just is what it is, but yeah. Uh, it is just interesting going forward. The, uh, you know, the level of, or, you know, like the like Oscars and stuff is still like the last kind of like mono part of like, you know, like there's a subset at least that we all know is like the Oscar movies, right? Or what will be, but the Emmys also happened since last time, which was I was gone. I didn't even realize they were that night. I was actually out in New Jersey, didn't watch them. I wish I do like watching those. It was fun. Right. It, they put on a good show. I mean, it's it was good. I, I Bo Burnham won three out of five that he was nominated for. No, he won three. Yep. He, I literally he, do not know any. So he, well, so they only, for the Emmys, they only do like one night of like, the, there's like a certain amount they do and the rest they just announce after Yeah, yeah. I'm online. And he, so he was only like on, nominated on screen once, which he didn't win. It was like best direct. It was something best. I don't know. Oh, but cool. he was nominated like on the show for one of them at least, but he was nominated for five total and he won three. So good That's for him. Cool. Good yeah. for him. Also, because this came up before, but when he did eighth grade and he got a Screen Actors Guild Award, but he wasn't in the Oscars right, right. for it. And he, he went up to accept the award and he just said, have fun at the Oscars, losers. <laughs> I, I, I also, I saw this post or I saw a couple of posts of this, like, so Hamilton beat out his for like best, I think it was best like feature. It was something best like TV movie. It was something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and it was so funny. Someone was like, like, this guy was sat in a room for a year, you know, with his own lights and, you know, one camera and all this stuff. 
and Hamilton beat him out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think like me and Jojo were talking about this. Like, obviously he got three, which is really nice. And, and it's a huge, it was a huge success. And so many people talked about it, but I feel like somehow it's still like underrated. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I didn't even know he was nominated and it's huge mm-hmm. that he is. Cause huge. also to think, I mean, he was Bo Burnham before, but to think like someone, one person made something in their room, like almost totally by themselves <laughs> yeah. and then won Oscars. I mean, Emmys for it's it. Ridiculous. Also, I, I realized I've been saying Oscars and thinking Oscars and we're, we're talking Emmys. Now we know. But yeah, I mean, crazy. I just love that stuff. You know, like one time during the Grammys when 20, 21 Pilot won, I think they like went up there and they pulled their pants down. So they were just in their underwear and they did their whole like, literally last year we were sitting in our basement in our underwear like in our grandma's house watching the grammys that's and crazy. now we're on stage i love that story those stories yeah, yeah. That's, i feel like like ben affleck and matt damon like when they won goodwill hunting like they were just like kids oh, like they were freaking college kids like, i thought you meant like now i was like no nah, i think they're like pretty big movies no. <laughs> but it's funny they're they're uh oscar speech is so funny like they were just like such they're such like kids it's great <laughs> i just said to matt losing would suck and winning would be really scary and it's Really, really scary. Uh, um, you know, we're, we're, we're just really two young guys who ha- uh, we're fortunate enough to be involved with a lot of great people wh- whom uh, it's coming upon us to, there's no way we're doing this in less than 20 seconds, who, on, upon whom it's incumbent of us to thank. Um, Harvey Weinstein, who believed in us and made this movie. Gus Van Sant for brilliant direction. Robin Williams, who delivered some straight lines. Minnie Driver, who's performed some brilliant. Stellan Skarsgård, who was great. Your brother. Um, my brother Casey, who's brilliant in the Cole movie. Hazard. Cole Hauser, my mother, John, John and Matt's mother, the most beautiful my women mom. here. My dad right morning. over there. And um, Jack said hi to you. And uh, All right. who, who, who else? Uh, John uh, Gordon from Miramax. John Gordon. Uh, Chris Moore produced Chris the Moore. movie. And, Chris uh, Moore. Patrick Weitzel, the best agent in Hollywood. Yeah, and, uh, Patrick Weitzel. And Cuba Gooding for showing us how to give our acceptance speech. And uh, um, all our friends and, and family. And, and everybody back in and, Boston watching us tonight. And thank you so much, the city of Boston. And, 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 and God, I know we're forgetting somebody. Whoever we forgot, we love you. We, we love thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. But I love those stories. Yeah. It's so cool. But yeah, I mean, it was fun to watch. I don't know. I'm not right. a show person. I knew the shows. But I didn't like watch them all. I wish it was a thing that, you know, wouldn't be insane to be like, I think I'm going to rewatch the Oscars from last week. I know. I it feels honestly, really weird. I've honestly done that a couple times. Yeah. Like I've watched like parts of it from like, I haven't really found the whole episode, but I've like watched parts of like speeches and other stuff. Oh uh-huh. yeah. But, I'll probably do that, but that's fun. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else you guys have? I don't think so. Spooky season's begun. Kicking it off. Right. Yep. Love it. All right. Well, that's a wrap. If anyone catches the error in the last episode, leave it in the comments. (laughs) There's a little hint for you if you're watching on YouTube.